they have on page 13. This is after Bill goes through the steps. And this is what he says. Listen to this. He goes, common sense would become uncommon sense was to sit quietly when in doubt. My common sense became my uncommon sense after I did these steps because my common sense told me, I guess it was through the ego, not spirituality, it was through the self looking for pleasure, momentary pleasure. It told me all the wrong things. You know, when you look at the steps in itself, Bill went through the steps. Step one said I was powerless, but I thought I had power over everything. I thought I had power over all my addictions, over people, over situations. And that's where I felt, thought I would get my pleasure and joy and happiness. And always looking on the outside. So always looking there. So on page 13, but then on page 14, he, he embellishes this. On page 14 in the first full paragraph of the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, he says, these were revolutionary and drastic proposals. So he, do you realize the, the drastic proposal and how revolutionary it is to say to somebody, especially in our society, the scientific age, that we have no power over it? In, in the doctor's opinion, Dr. Silkworth said, the scientists and the doctors of the day try to have power over curing the alcoholics. And we could today we could talk about even other addictions. But they had no power, he said. But And it was beyond their knowledge to do it. We could be happy that we have these 12 steps of program that brings us to that spiritual awakening. So he says again on page 14, these were revolutionary and drastic proposals, but the moment I accepted them. Now he doesn't say the years later I accepted them. He says the moment. So in other words, in a moment of inspiration on page 63, it talks about re being reborn and thinking that drastic proposal changed. My best thinking got me here. I was depressed. I was miserable. I was into my addictions. Little did I know that I couldn't figure it out. Although I tried, maybe for years and years, try to figure it out, try to analyze it, and try to control things in life. Never worked. Nothing worked except that, like Dr. Silkworth says, and it says throughout this book, there is only one solution to our problems. The effect was electric. He's saying this. That moment it happened, there was a sense of victory followed by such a peace and serenity. Uh, I had never known. There was utter confidence. I felt lifted up as though a great wind of a mountaintop blew through and through. God comes to most men gradually, but his impact on me was sudden and profound. We can have here yeah, talks on page 567, 68, the educational variety. But with extreme faith, and you know, step two said we had to be restored to sanity, but step three to me says it all. Step three says, made a decision. When we make that decision to turn our will in our life over to a higher consciousness, to me it's that spiritual side. The lower levels of thinking, the negativity, the depression, anxiety, all of these emotions has to do with the lower level. We were meant to be happy, joyous, and free, but I was looking for the answer. My common sense told me if I had more money, more success, if more people liked me, that my life would be great. He goes on to say, though, on page 25, in the middle of the page, the name of the chapter, for some reason, is called There's a Solution. Can you imagine that? We have a solution, and it says in this book many places to all our problems. So whatever you're addicted to in this New Year's, you have a solution. No matter how far down the scale, as it says here, you've gone, no matter how depressed, anxious, if we look in the right direction and we work these programs and have that spiritual awakening, as Step 12 promises. So it says here in the middle of the page, the great fact is just this and nothing less, nothing less that we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards a fellow, towards God's universe. 
So you have to ask yourself, how's it working out for you? If it's not working out for you now, you need a complete revolutionary change. To me, it was losing the self, finding the, the, the real joy and happiness, which was in there all the time, but I was using the material things, the things of the flesh, the human side. You know, that's good as far as it goes, but again, God gave us intelligence, but we misuse it. Self will run riot. Look, when I lost the self through this program, when I lose the self, the whole problems, when you think about it during the day related to the self, whether you're into your addictions, whatever you're doing in life, it's all related to the self. You get out of the self, there's no more problems. It's, it's related to our interaction with people and situations. If you liked the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. And it goes on to say, let me read on page um, 55, actually, is a good on the first paragraph, you know, it's interesting, the history of this book is really interesting and amazing, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. But on the, on the page before, on page 54, he's talking about the Wright brothers, right? This wasn't too far later. It was in the 1930s. We have seen another kind of flight, he then says. He was talking about the Wright brothers before that. A spiritual liberation from this world, people who rose above their problem. Now, you know it's possible to go up in the air and fly, right? In an airplane or a jet plane, whatever you could do. But did you know that it's possible to, raise, to rise above your problems? You know, we always say we're either in the problem or we're in the solution, right? Being in the problems, making it real uh, with our addiction, trying to control it, saying, I got this terrible thing that I got to control. Or if a person doesn't treat us right, I got to show them who I think I am, whatever it is in life. But we have to, but I started to realize when I get centered that these really weren't problems. They were problems of the ego, of the self. This is extinguishing the self. That's what the steps does. It makes us realize these defective characters in step four are all related. But what would happen to the self, the ego? Selfishness, self-centeredness, that's the root of our troubles. So right here, right now, you know, we could have that like Bill had. He said that not, not over years, but he had that in a moment. If you liked the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. When the comprehension, when we realize the truth from the false, it says it in here in the doc's opinion, knowing the truth from the false, for us, our truth was maybe alcoholism, drug addiction, people addiction. How about food addiction? That's the truth we know. We want to be happy. We made it about the food. We made a decision. Of course, the, the corporations, we took on the big lie. I always say it's our fault because you can't blame them because we made a decision. You know, it's all about thinking. It's perception. When we have the perception change towards the addiction when we want healthy, natural things, when we want nature, we don't want synthetic things like alcohol going into our brain or drugs. And then we, what we do is when we get the defects of character out and we're into the true self, which is the way we created, then we have that joy and happiness. It's pretty amazing. Look, in this new year, we celebrated Christmas, now New Year's and everything. It's All this stuff is true, but we, we believed in the falseness of the world. We believe in the material. It's in the unseen things, not the seen things. It's not going out in the world and enjoying the momentary pleasure. The momentary pleasure on the other side is just as much pain. It's all relative. So one day you have this, then you see somebody with more, whatever it is, the envy, jealousy, all of these defects of character. When we make solely about a higher power or a God of our understanding. You know, so if we go a little bit further on page 99, and this talks about, because look, a lot of times, most of the time, I would say, Almost all the time we're upset it's related to our relationship to people, right? Especially over the holidays and what happens in this and that. We have so many things in this book. We have the sick man prayer. We have praying for the other person on page 552. We have all of these things that we could, we could read here to help us with that. 
Uh, also, page 559, somebody read the other day. If you're reading, read page 559. But I love this on page 99. It says here, the very bottom of the page, listen to this. Remind the prospect. So here we are. Some of us have been in these 12-step programs for how many years? But here they're talking about the new person. What I'm saying is, is here I could be in the program for years and not do what it tells us in working with others on page 99, what we should do with the new person. What does it tell us to do with the new person? Remind the prospect, the new person, that his recovery is not dependent upon people. It is dependent upon his relationship with God, a higher power, God of our understanding. Our whole life, we thought it was dependent on people. If people respected me, you know, then I'd be fine. If they understood me, if I won the argument, how miserable and crazy were we to jumping off point, going into our addictions? That blocked out the sunlight of spirit, as it says, the envy, the jealousy, right? The seven deadly sins, right? Bill talks about that on page 48 of the AA 12 and 12. He talks about the seven deadly sins, greed, lust, right? Resentment, anger, fear. All of these things, and uh, but how he threw gluttony. In, they threw gluttony in there, right? Gluttony. Think about that. It's about the flesh, the material. That's all false. Our whole life, you know, we can't. You know, we have to understand the way we're brought up. I went to all years of school and uh, professional school, all this, whatever I did. I never heard the one word, the word spirituality once. It's only when you know, never heard it once. Trying to figure out everything out through science, and we wonder why. And then when I was in school, the teachers or my parents, you had to excel, you had to do good sports, you had to be better than everybody. No wonder we're a mess. You want to get out of that prison? You know, Bill talks about it being in the quicksand. This is what, let me read that quickly. This is what Bill felt. And a lot of you may feel this, like you wake up and this is, this is you could relate to this. I know I, I could for years. Now, if I feel that way, I have a way, a solution, a way out. But on page eight, Bill says this. In the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book. No words in the first full paragraph. No words. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this here. We have a way out, a solution. By the end of this meeting, we can have that spiritual awakening and realize where the truth is. It'll set you free. Here it says, No words can tell of the loneliness and despair I found in the bitter morass of self-pity. Notice the word self there. It's always related to the self. Quicksand stretched all around. When you feel like with your addictions and, and everything you're into, that there's quicksand, you can't get out, right? That's what quicksand is. You can't, you try and you try and you can't get out. I met my match. I've been overwhelmed. Alcohol was my master. We could put in there food addictions. We have a solution now, a way out. But that's what he said here. Alcohol is my master. And, and again, going back to page, I went to 99, but on page 100, this is what uh, they say you have to do with the newcomer. But how many years, you know, the program, it sort of got, some of these 12-step programs, they got involved with the group therapy and they had these rehab places and the solutions here in these steps in this big book. And it talks about the first 164 pages. On page 100, it says, first paragraph, both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. So are we walking in the path of spiritual progress in our addictions with our food? Are we making it the food a higher power? Are we being spiritual, enjoying the oneness? You know, when we get separated with our addictions, with our thinking, our resentment, anger, we become separated from everything around us. We can be one. The ideal thing is, and that's what we created, be one and appreciate nature and people around us. We become one with everything, then the answers are there. Nobody can teach you everything. Everything is in here. So we get centered, and that's what step 11 is all about, the prayer and meditation, getting centered. The solution is in getting centered to the real, real self. There's two sides to us. There's no doubt about it. There's a lower level of thinking. It has to do with material and the human flesh, 
right? Material things, and there's a spiritual side. Do you want to believe the negativity? Do you want to believe the lower level of thinking? Do you want to go with the spiritual side? If you like the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. We weren't meant to, well, look, the truth is we weren't meant to be that way because we were meant, that's what God created us. He created us body, be perfect in mind too. But he gave us the thinking, we screw it up. And I always talk about with the food, the one thing, we can't control our digestion. We can't control our, how our heart beats. We can't control our breathing. But the one thing we can control is take our hand and put food in our mouth and we screw that up. But if you want to know the real answer to that, again, get centered. The, the mind is the perfect thermostat. The hypothalamus will tell you how much food you want or don't want. want. But when we get in self-centered fear, when we try to control something, then we can't. Same with people. Common sense told me if a person did me wrong, I should yell at them and tell them, tell them off. Win the argument. You know, don't let them treat me that way. You know, so we have a better way now. That was common sense. The uncommon sense is just to have love, patience, and tolerance and get centered. We have the sick man prayer on 66, 67. And it also talks about the inventory is ours. That's what step four is all about. Where had I gone wrong? My thinking. Did I get away from the God consciousness? Was I back into the human flesh? The thinking at the lower level? Or was I thinking on a higher spiritual plane? If you want to be miserable, if you want to make yourself miserable and the other person miserable, think on the lower levels of thinking. Even though the other person may have treated me negatively, I can be at one with that and have love and compassion and not react, right? Not resist. Resistment. Resisting is a problem. When you resist something, you make it real. If you go somewhere and you tell a person all about your problems, you're making them real. You're saying, this is really a problem. When I get centered and and pray and meditate, the answer to my problems, I realize I have no problems. And also I realize if I have a problem today, I'm the problem. It says in the book here, the inventory is ours, not the other man, right, or the other person. Inventory is ours because we could be, ha no matter, look, we could have the worst situations in life and be happy and joyous, or people have the best situations in life and be miserable. And you know what they say, the rich person, it's harder for them to, to reach this, blissful, this blissfulness in life. If they put their faith in more success and more money. The more you get, the worse hearted it is to become blissful because you, you realize, hey, that's momentary pleasure and it attracts you towards it. A lot of people have lost all their treasure in life and that's where they, uh, they, they've turned around and life hit bottom. That's what we call it, hit bottom. Realize this way, common sense did not work. I mean, it became uncommon sense. But the common sense in the world around us tells us to go out and you know enjoy the pleasures of the world and. And, it, you know, people are miserable because they're looking in the wrong place. Yeah, momentary pleasure. Same with the food and addiction. The food is momentary pleasure. You want the real pleasure, get centered and feel it in the sun or the nature or the people around you in the situation. But no, our higher power became the food. We got to weigh out these 12 steps in the spiritual awakening. I never realized the connection. I know a lot of people here, the addiction to food, you want the answer. It's not in all of these diets, billion-dollar industry. They send you all the food with the same poison in it. We get sent and we realize you want God's natural things and healthy things. And the water is an example. I can use this water. You can lose all the weight. Well, a lot of the calories come from this crazy drinks. But when you wash the palate out and you have this taste and you enjoy God's gift. This is God's gift, not these drinks with 1,200 calories. I could go on and I have here fruit and I have here even a potato. I always bring this up, right? Just have this. And, you know, I'm not going to tell I'm on a whole food plant-based diet. But I'm not going to tell people what kind of diet you should be on. It's, that's not the point. The point is we believe they made higher power what the corporations told us. You want to be a slave to the corporations and the money and everything that they, they, they instilled upon you? 
You want to be free from that right now. It's not going to be through a diet, not trying to control it. I did that for years. miserable every day. And then, the, you know, sometimes it's 5% of people can manage to do it for a few years, but they're miserable. Right? Now I enjoy in my diet. Just think of that about that. Why would you want, after a while, you have the perception change, these synthetic oils and food and the fast food, the fried foods, or it could be all of these. You go to a restaurant, it's all SOS, salt, oil, and sugar. It's a design for living. That's what you need, a perception change. Having that, knowing the truth from the false. After a while, you know, in this country, we knew it. 40, 50 years ago, people were a lot lighter than they are now. Not as heavy, right? <laughs> a lot of pounds. It was because they all, all natural. But we believe the corporations. We can't blame anybody, although they're all around us. First of all, that should, like cigarette smoking, but it's worse. It should be illegal. They should put warnings on the package. They don't. They put in a supermarket with all the colorful things with 15 poisonous ingredients in them and at the height so the children could see it. Growing up as children, we saw on the TV, we see on the Internet, wherever we were, this craziness, this insanity. You want to be insane? Step two said we had to be restored to sanity. Step three gives us a solution. The solution is, and, and feeling and getting centered and just understanding, this is the whole spiritual awakening. When we realize the joy and happiness is here, just know the truth. So if you get upset now or if you get upset tomorrow, whenever it is, realize the falseness of it. That's all. If I get upset at my neighbor, somebody around me, uh, somebody in my family, I sit down and I, I'm not responsible for my first thought, but I am for my second. I can be centered working this program, these steps. It's totally amazing. I heard a guy get up in a meeting. He said, when I wake up in the morning, I don't believe my first thought. And when, uh, after that, my second thought, I don't believe that either. You've got to realize the insanity of our thinking, our stinking thinking. We can break free of that right now, understanding that, the truth from the false, understand it tells us here. And, you know, step three says the spiritual, you know, about the spirituality, making it all about this higher consciousness and about, not about this, this poor uh, state of um, the flesh, right? Material things. You know, material things. You can enjoy it for a while, but the other side is much pain because you get pleasure here. Then when you don't have it, you're miserable. You want permanent joy, happiness, and peace. You, you could just get centered and find it. Hey, that's what this whole program is about. What do you think all the religions and philosophies, what do they talk about? What do we do everything in life for to be happy? But we found a solution. The opium right here, the opiate of the masses, as they call it. It works. It, you know what? You 